We've got chores to do. It's the shank of the day, baby, on a Wednesday at Wax 104.5. Temperature's not bad out there. We're about 41. We'll get uh, well into the 60s today by the weekend. Might get 80 on Saturday. Sunday, about 75, and uh, we don't have much chance of rain. Scattered showers moving through down south of the Wax area right now. Southern parts of our listening area, so you you may see uh, a little bit there, but otherwise... Not a whole lot as far as rain. What we got yesterday is going to take care of us for a while. Lots of chores to do, interesting things to talk about this morning on Wax as uh, we get into it here on a Wednesday morning. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. The wheels were turning out in the fields here yesterday uh, south of Osseo, and the uh, thunder and lightning came late in the afternoon. We got about five-eighths five of an inch of rain yeah, I uh, thought through too. the evening and, and through the night. Yeah, I thought they talked about an inch. I don't know who got that much, maybe an inch, inch and a half in some place, but I don't know who got it. I know we didn't get it here in Eau Claire either. It didn't rain that hard for that long. So, But uh, all moisture is welcome. Well, one story we've been following for a long time and uh, thought it had been taking a long time, but the wheels of government are slow to roll, aren't they? <laughs> they sure are. And... It's it's good to hear that our egg secretary is going to get his day in front of the uh, uh, Senate. You bet, Randy Romansky. We've been contacting Senator Joan Baldwin's office for quite a while now. When is this going to happen? When is Randy Romansky going to his confirmation hearing? Well, now we know when that's going to happen. We will share that with you as we move along. So that's something that uh, well, another couple of weeks. Uh, I think that tag will be designee tag will be removed from uh, his label. Also, some uh, other things going on is if you're a grain trader, you're probably aware of this already, but uh, the daily limits are changing. Every once in a while they do that, and uh, they're going up. So more volatility in these markets. We'll share those numbers with you, as well as uh, a whole lot more this morning here on Wax. What do you got brewing from uh, Revolution Coffee this morning? I brewed up a pot of Sumatra before I went out and checked the rain gauges and uh, and thermometers, and it's uh, it, it's only 44 degrees, so it was nice and warm. Uh, but it's not it's it's cozy here at the house, drinking my morning cup of coffee. But that space down at uh, Revolution Coffee down in downtown Black River Falls, if you haven't been there, it's a cool place to be. Have you? Did you get down there and uh, enjoy some? The bakery items or a sandwich yesterday? Are you going today or tomorrow? What's your plan? I, I'm going today. Are you really? Okay. I have orders in the house to go today. <laughs> I was going to say you talk about that a lot, but uh, I don't think yep. until you get the general's orders, you don't uh, you don't move very far. But <laughs> uh, and right. also, also you were on a uh, kind of a virtual Zoom meeting with some dairy leaders, and give us a quick idea of what that was all about. Well, another group. And four groups, actually, including the Dairy Business Association, Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, Minnesota Milk, and Nebraska State Dairy Association have come up with it, with what they think is a better plan for the milk marketing order and putting together the Class 1 and Class 3 price through what they're calling the Class 3 Plus pricing program. They don't want the floor to fall out again in the price as it did last spring. All right, so we'll hear some of their ideas as that goes along this morning. Also, as we go along, we're getting more and more information from the various county dairy promotion committees. We told you earlier 
that Dunn County said that they were not going to have a dairy breakfast again this year. They just didn't feel comfortable doing that, the volunteers, and uh, just uh, not going to have it. So instead, uh, they're going to have kind of a one-day event on Monday, June 14th, between 7 in the morning and 1 in the afternoon at Donut Sam's in downtown Menominee. They're going to have uh, kind of a little celebration. They're partnering with Donut Sam's to offer free milk with each donut purchase. We'll give away a pint of milk with a donut purchase or a gallon of milk for those buying a dozen donuts to share with family or co-workers. They hope to have Alice in Dairyland there to make an appearance and uh, all kinds of other things to celebrate the dairy industry. So that's what's going on in Dunn County. That'll be on a Monday, June 14th, and we'll remind you of that as that gets closer. All right, sir, we'll let you uh, go drink some more of your morning coffee from Revolution and uh, get the news ready. We'll talk to you after the top of the hour. I'll do that, and boy, you got my attention when you said donut. I knew I would. <laughs> talk to you later. All right. There goes Scott this morning. Hey, quick check of our weather brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Let Marquardt Motors do the spring cleaning for you in your vehicle, interior and exterior. Detail packages for $99 each or $189 for both. Schedule yours at MarquardtMotors.com. Pretty nice day today. Partly sunny. We'll be in the low to mid-60s around our area. 41 overnight tonight, then partly sunny tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday, a little more cloudy on Sunday with maybe a chance of a little rain. But on Saturday, 78, Sunday, 75. It's 41 right now in our area. DQ presents... Picture this. Picture the new DQ Summer Blizzard treat menu with iconic flavors that taste like instant summer. You order the one and only drumstick blizzard with peanuts. Oh, wow. Crunchy waffle cone pieces, world-famous DQ soft serve, and blue sky bliss. Or maybe you get the brownie batter blizzard. Ooh-wee. Fudgy brownie goodness. You're feeling breezy and dreamy all over. Moments like these are why the new DQ Summer Blizzard treat menu exists. Get it delivered at DQ.com. DQ. Happy taste good. Anders Supply and Landscaping in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin is the leading landscape supply company serving Chippewa Falls, Eau Claire, Bloomer, New Auburn, Cornell, Altoona, and surrounding areas. Anders Supply and Landscaping specializes in bulk landscaping supplies such as mulch, stone, rock, and topsoil, as well as landscaping design and install. Contact them for complete commercial and residential landscaping services. For all your landscaping needs, call Anders Supply and Landscaping LLC in Chippewa Falls and visit AndersSupplyAndLandscaping.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And some of the cool spots around the area this morning. We've got to Chatech and Rice Lake. Both checking in at 37. It's 40 in Medford, 44 in Wausau, 45 in Marshfield. Not a bad morning. We'll see some sun. I think more clouds than sun today, but not bad. We'll be in the mid-60s. About a minute after 5, this is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Time for some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. The CDC is loosening recommendations on wearing face masks outdoors. Miguel Almaguer reports. The agency now says whether you're vaccinated or not, it's safe to walk down the street, go for a run or a bike ride without a face covering. You also won't need one to attend a small outdoor gathering like a barbecue if everyone else is vaccinated. 
CDC Director Rochelle Walensky says everyone should still wear face masks in crowded outdoor gatherings. Dr. Walensky repeated a call to all Americans Tuesday to get vaccinated as soon as possible. The U.S. military says warning shots were fired after Iranian ships came too close to American vessels. The Iranian fast inshore attack craft came within 68 yards of American ships on Monday in the Arabian Gulf. Incidents like this are not uncommon, but there's been a lull in the past year. Former President Trump is now taking aim at GOP Congresswoman Liz Cheney. More from Mark Mayfield. Trump appears to be responding to reports that Cheney is keeping the door open for a future presidential bid. He suggested the Republican lawmaker needs to run for president or become a lobbyist to save face from falling poll numbers. He believes low poll numbers prove she can't win another term in office. Cheney was one of a few Republican members of Congress to vote to impeach Trump over the attack on the Capitol in January. Amazon is looking out for shoppers who want to protect their groceries from theft and bad weather. The company announced an expansion of its grocery delivery service that allows drivers to bring Amazon Fresh and Whole Foods orders straight into your garage. For the second year in a row, the Burning Man Festival is canceled due to COVID. Organizers say they're looking to be back in the Nevada desert in 2022. I'm Trey Thomas. Farmers understand the power and the value of the sun. They understand return on investment. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is an opportunity to get rid of that energy bill. Farmers understand taking expenses away. They they just get it. It's the difference between renting and owning. You are renting your energy currently, okay? Own your energy. It's a no-brainer. You are going to have that energy bill. You're going to. It's a known expense that every farm has. Put a solar field in, put a solar system in, and now make your own energy. It's a business decision, just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. You should reach out to us, and we will come out to look at your farm for a very specialized, specific quote for you. Even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory, family owned and operated since 1982. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you, too, can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Quick check of the weather shows pretty much partly cloudy today. We'll probably see a little sun later on. High about 64, down to 41 tonight. 
And then uh, about 63 tomorrow, 64 on Friday, partly sunny, warming up to about 78 on Saturday, 75 on Sunday, kind of cloudy, a chance of some rain again on Sunday. But uh, right now, we've got, uh, well, we said earlier, Chatech and Rice Lake both at 37, Medford 40, Wausau 44, Marshfield 45, La Crosse, the warm spot, 51 this morning, Green Bay at 41, Madison Sun Prairie at 45, Milwaukee at 47, it's 41 here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Health and happiness for your family, your farm, and your cows are probably on your mind these days. Let Starblends feed your cows like they're their own. And the best way to ensure these ladies are taken care of is to evaluate what they're eating. And now is the perfect time to review your feeding plans. Starblends nutritionists will make sure your cows are getting the best feed possible because at Starblends, they feed your animals like they are their own. Call 608-269-1515 today for your free consultation or go to Starblends.com. That's Starblends. Blends.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get to the markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance and Scott the Cash Livestock. Fed beef steers are at 112 to 122 with a mix selling 90 to 112. Fed beef heifers 112 to 121 with a mixed 77 to 112. Fed Holstein steers are at 97 to 106 and a half with select and choice 80 to 96. Cows are at 50 to 60 with the top selling 50 to 79 and bulls 76 to 93. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 68 and a half to 83 and three quarters with the top sows 60 to 71. Boars are at 23 to 25. On the lamb side of things, new crop market lambs are at 150 to 225, and feeder lambs 190 to 310. Very good. Get the news ready. We'll be back with you in a few minutes. Excellent. There goes Scott. The rest of our markets again this morning. Cattle prices uh, were lower yesterday, down 12 on the April cattle at. Uh, one eighteen thirty seven June at one fifteen eighty five that was down forty two August at one seventeen thirty down sixty five and October at one twenty two ten down sixty seven reason I'm hesitating here my printer ink is uh, going to pot I got to get a new uh, a new filter in there a new uh, printer with more ink so so it doesn't cut out all these numbers not easy to do. We've got feeder cattle were mixed yesterday. The May contract at the one thirty five eighty seven down a dollar forty. August feeders one fifty oh seven down twenty two. September one fifty two twenty down seven. And October cattle feeder cattle one fifty three seventy. That was actually up a dime. Lean hog carcass contracts were mixed. May at one oh nine eighty up fifty five. June at one oh six sixty seven down seventy down seventeen. July at 105.32, down 35, and August at 102.07, down 22. Board of Trade was volatile yesterday. It went way up, then some profit-taking. 
And uh, we saw some overnight givebacks after some big jumps yesterday during the day. Overnight, May corn down 12 at 683, July down 20 at 634. The May oats, they were down about uh, 9 cents at 394. May wheat down 16 at 717. May soybeans down 19 overnight at 1530. July down 22 at 1497. Meal down 260 a ton at 422.90. Barrel cheese up a quarter of a cent, 179 and three quarters. Blocks unchanged at dollar 80. Double A butter up two and three quarters at 179 and three quarters. Class three mix near month a little lower. April down two at 1764. May down eight at 1920. June and July were both up a dime. June 1952, July 1958, and August down a nickel at 1946. So that's the market brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Ten and a half minutes after five o'clock. Spring has arrived and Blaine's Farm and Fleet is ready to help you tackle all the projects you've been thinking about all winter long. So head on over for deals on Krylon Farm and Implement Paint. It's a great way to make older equipment look like new. Now 10% off. Pick up a Craftsman 20-volt two-tool combo kit. Ideal for all your drilling and fastening needs. On sale, just 99 bucks. Save $30 on a job site backpack from Milwaukee. It's water resistant and has a pocket for your laptop. On sale, $69.99. Make sure you have the right tool for the job with a 26-piece screwdriver set with holding rack from Performance Tool. Priced at $19.99. And save 20% on punch kits from Dasco. Plus, check out these great doorbuster deals. Save $10 on Top Choice Contractors Mixed Grass Seed. On sale, $69.99. And five-gallon pails of Farm and Fleet Premium Tractor Fluid, now $29.99. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Audible Plus is everything you want to hear. Listen all you want to thousands of select originals, audiobooks, podcasts, and more. Sign up for a free Audible Plus trial at audible.com. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's planting season, and we're going to talk about that again this morning with Brad Matson, Director of Agronomy Services with Provision Partners Cooperative. And, Brad, before we get into planting more tips for corn and beans, this cold weather we had a week or so ago, we talked about how concerned we might be as far as the blossoms on the apple trees, but... What about in our alfalfa stands? Have we had a chance to go out and evaluate yet, or what are you hearing? What are you seeing? Well, we were doing pretty good, Bob, up until this weekend, and uh, at least on the west central side here, we got down into the teens, and uh, even for alfalfa, that's a, a little too cold. We've been getting some calls about damage to the alfalfa. It's yellowing up. It's kind of like it's wilting over and, and all of those things, and people are wondering and concerned what, what this is going to do. The big thing is we got to wait a few days, get some nice weather here, and really assess it. Most of the time, alfalfa is not going to be bothered for it. We may you lose the upper buds, but we still, with the alfalfa plant, we still have the crown buds at, at, at least. It's always going to keep the crop going. Uh, we may see a delay of a week as far as maturity. This is going to definitely set it back a little bit. But overall, probably not even going to see much of a yield difference, maybe a slight yield if we took all the, the upper buds uh, growing points of the, of the plant off at this point but it's just to kind of wait and see but we need uh, about a week of somewhat decent weather to really assess if, if there's going to be any major problems but not really foreseeing anything at this point in time because we got warmer weather coming we got some warm rains in the forecast and are going to happen here and uh, those will all help kind of push push the alfalfa through this and uh, 
help it regain its growth again. Hey, Brad, it is end of April. You mentioned some timely rains. Temperatures this weekend going to be in the 70s. I would imagine full speed ahead. A lot of the crops in some of those lighter soil areas in already, but uh, as far as uh, moving forward, it's getting time. Yeah, we've got a lot of crops actually in the ground here on the, on the west side of uh, Wisconsin, down in the Hickson area. A lot of soybeans in the ground, a lot of corn in the ground. Uh, actually, it was out yesterday and uh, in a cornfield, and we're starting to see some sprouts on the uh, on the soybean plant. So we're we're getting that sun in the afternoon, even though we're cool, is still warming up the soil enough to start the germination process. So with these warmer temperatures, stuff is going to fly out of the ground. Uh, that that's in so they're they've been kind of blessed that way to uh, uh, hit it kind of lucky I guess or planned depending on how you talk about it but uh, getting a good start and right about now we're again end of April we're into the first part of May here over the weekend hopefully the planters are squared away and as you said a lot of crops in the ground and all the seed is bought because uh, for some of those things it's past time Oh, absolutely, and but the last-minute planter checks, checking those chains that they're wore a little bit, replacing them. I, I was working with a planter last week, and we decided to cut off all the chains on the planter and and replace them because we're you know they're going to cause some planting issues as far as chattering and causing some skips and looking at the coulters are they properly adjusted? Those little those little things can add many bushels onto the onto your final yield. So those last-minute checks before you hit the field. Are, are some of the keys making sure that planter is properly leveled again it is critical so getting a uniform planting depth the planting numbers the uh, planting date is important but uh, does it change the amount of uh, seeds per acre as we get further into the planting season granted it's still early we're not even may yet but uh, do we need to adjust some of those things if we do get a little behind soybeans you probably you know if, if we get later if something causes us to get later planting increase in the soybean eating rate by 10% is going to be beneficial. Corn rates probably are more zeroed in, so I really don't change those a whole lot. And you have to really look at when you're going to change varieties, and that's we're a couple of weeks out about having to worry about those types of things yet. The other thing that I saw scouting fields yesterday was uh, saw some wire worms in some fields. So being aware of what kind of pests that we may have out there. This was in a soybean field. Luckily, they. Soybeans are probably going to germinate pretty quickly, so they're not going to be a problem. But if you're dealing in some old sod and heavy manure ground and stuff, the, some of these uh, soil-borne insects are going to be an issue, and, and especially in some of the cooler soils where you get a slower germination and stuff like that. So being aware of what kind of potential pests you have, and we can talk to a provision agronomist, and they can advise you on you know what kind of treatments and options are available on those types of things so you don't come up with a poor stand. And uh, you've got agronomists located in, in how many different facilities around central and western Wisconsin, Brad? We have 13 agronomists in four locations throughout Wisconsin, and Hickston and Auburndale and Unity and Stratford. So, you know, if you've got any questions, give any one of those locations a call, and, and they'll be happy to advise you on what course of action you may want to be looking at as, as we get into the, into the thick of the planting season. Thank you, Brad. Brad Matson, agronomy lead supervisor with Provision Partners Cooperative. Randy Romanski having his day at the Capitol. We'll talk about that next on Wax as we look at farm news. Brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. 
part-time operators in search of a full-time baler can stop looking, the Vermeer 504 Classic Baler makes baling easy. The wide pickup and optional bale-shaped sensors maximize productivity. And with minimal setup and adjustments required, you'll spend more time baling and less time tinkering. With a low 50-horsepower recommended PTO, the 504 Classic is a good fit for just about any operation. And considering the price and the Vermeer 3-year pickup warranty, it's an even better fit for your budget. See him today at Chili Implement and Chili and ask about the 504R Classic Baler from Vermeer. It's the real deal. Let's take a look at some of our farm news brought to you by Chili Implement. Scott Reed joins us and Randy Romanski having his day before the Senators, huh? That's right. Agriculture Secretary in Wisconsin, Randy Romanski. That's Agriculture Secretary Designee, Randy Romanski, will soon have his confirmation before the State Senate Agriculture Committee. Committee Chair Senator Joan Balwig has scheduled that hearing for Wednesday morning, May 5th, at the State Capitol in Madison. Romanski has been serving in his current capacity since that same committee failed to confer Brad Pfaff for the job. Pfaff has since been elected to the state Senate and is serving on the, on the Senate Ag Committee. Some changes are coming in May to grain trading at the Chicago Board of Trade. As of May 2nd, the daily limits on grain and soy futures will be expanded. For corn, the 25-cent daily limit will be increased to 40 cents. Soybeans will go from 70 cents a bushel to a dollar, with soybean uh, soy meal increasing $5 on short ton to $30, with soy oil jumping from 2.5 cents a pound to 3.5 cents. Wheat contract limits will go from 40 cents a day up to 45 cents. All right, that's coming this weekend. All right, sir, we'll talk to you with more news in a little while. All right. There goes Scott. We're going to find out about uh, the county fairs. What's going on with the fairs around Wisconsin? That's next. And also, don't forget, get your bags packed. We're heading out. Last March, we had to postpone our Panama-Costa Rica farm tour, but it's back on October 30th to November 8th. We're going to Panama and Costa Rica on a farm tour, and we're going to cruise through the new Panama Canal, go to a dairy farm, coffee plantation. We're going to visit the native cultures, cruise a wildlife refuge, so much more. Call Holiday Vacations, 888-554-5208. Get yourself a brochure as we go to Costa Rica and Panama toward 30th through November 8th with Holiday Vacations. Hurlburt Heating and Plumbing is offering you a free water heater or free whole home purifier with your purchase of a new heating and cooling system. For over 60 years, the experts at Hurlbird have promised superior home comfort throughout the Eau Claire, Menominee, and Hudson areas. Ask about no-interest financing. Call Hurlbird Heating and Plumbing today and ask about your free water heater or air purifier. More details at hurlbirdhp.com. Over 90 new Jeeps available at chilson.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Ah, it's good to hear. Fair season is almost upon us. Unfortunately, we couldn't say that last year. Bob Bosol here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And one of the fun parts of this job, for me anyway, Pam, and I think for you too, is getting out and talking to these young people and the pride with which they show their exhibits, whether it's animals in the 4-H uh, exposition buildings or whatever it is around the country, and it sure looks like, at least for the most part, we'll be able to do that this year, huh? Oh, it is a big sigh of relief. You bet, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I, I'm just like Bob. 
you were hoping this was going to be the story we could deliver, that our county fairs had enough financial backing, enough uh, wherewithal to be able to pull plans together for 2021. And indeed, it looks like most are. I talked about it with Jamie Butkey, Executive Secretary of the Wisconsin Fair Association, and she's got as much enthusiasm as Bob and I do about getting into it and getting on with it. I asked her, hands in the air for everybody that's excited about county fairs returning. Sure. Thanks, Pam. And both hands are in the air on the I'm ready for the fair season. Um, so I have to say that we've been having these talking out Tuesdays with our fairs. And what we're finding is they are motivated to have the fairs this year. Um, you know, we've been talking about things that they were preparing for in 2020, whether they were having their fair or not, and different measures that they were doing with their health departments. And they're taking all of that planning that they did and they're bringing it into 2021. And now they're tweaking it. And what does it mean? And, you know, where are we at? And none of us have that crystal ball and it changes on a weekly basis what things are. But I would say that the um, the mood for our fair planners is that we're having a fair season. Um, we are working with health departments, always following the guidelines that are out there. But uh, we, we are planning on having a fair season uh, this year. And we've seen some really good trends. We're members of the International Association of Fairs and Expositions, IAFE, and we've been watching how other fairs, it's different fair season for other states right now. So like Florida is active in one of their fair seasons. And we're seeing that people are coming out. They're getting good numbers at their fair. And we're also seeing that people's spending habits uh, have been up as well. So we're hoping that that's something that transitions as it comes to Wisconsin as well. Right. Excellent. And now I've got to ask, because of the postponement, cancellation, whatever you want to call it last year for basically most of our fairs, Jamie, how are they doing financially as they go into 2021? Let's say they're cautious. um, And yet it's, it's a hard thing to plan for, right? So when they canceled last year, they were able to, you know, roll contracts over um, and they were able to save some money because they maybe canceled early enough. And I know some people usually question, well, why did they cancel so early? Hey, you can save some money if, if you do some of those things. You could protect it. And that's what they did. Last year, they were in protective mode to say, how can we keep fares going long term? And I think the thing for going into this year is how many people are going to come out? You know, we want to be really, truly respectful of everyone who wants to come. There's those that are going to want to wear masks, those that don't want to wear a mask, those that just want to get out and and be social again. And I'd like to say, you know, at a lot of our fairs, they have educational uh, displays and and we talk about, you know, playing in the sandbox or we have a lot of corn boxes that are. And I say, if everyone can just play well in the corn box together um, and respect what everyone's opinion is and, and understand that fairs can't really promote social distancing i mean it's, it's a fair right um but just be respectful of everyone who's around us and i think that's the one thing that you know fairs are really taking it they're they're listening to their health departments they're doing the guidelines that they can but it's not a perfect world we can't, can't create that environment it, it's a fair it's meant to be social right um and i would say the one thing that i think the fairs maybe have the hardest time planning this year is how many people are actually going to be out and about is it going to be the same as we've had in the past is it going to be a little bit more because um, that affects a lot of things it affects the food vendors it affects the, the operation hours um everything that they plan for so that's the one big uncertainty this year but I have to believe that people are waiting to get back to fairs and that it should be a great fair season. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of elements that go into any fair. Uh, What about the support system that we depend on, Jamie? Those vendors, those carnival acts, uh, the rides, all of that. uh, Talk to me about what you're learning about the infrastructure, the support system that a county fair depends on. 
Yeah, there are so many different ingredients. It's crazy. Um, and one of the things that some of our fairs are struggling is volunteers. Um, they've had different service clubs that maybe parked cars and maybe they're not they're not meeting like they used to so you might not have that same booster club that's able to come and you know a work a gate or so forth so i think there's some fairs that are looking for more of that and some of our superintendents or our volunteers are of different ages and sometimes that takes a factor into whether or not they will or will not come back at the fair but the fair is also trying to make sure that they're putting all the proper um, protections in place for all of all of their volunteers as well. Um, the other thing is like you know the the vendors. You know a lot of them. Can we all get by one year on that safety net to say, hey, I was I was I wasn't working? Um, but think about that. Their livelihood depends upon how many corn dogs they sell or how many rides are you know people going and stuff like that. So there is a huge chain reaction, and even your local service clubs. Like think about how many of them have food stands at your fair that maybe couldn't give back to the community this past year like they typically did because they didn't have those big fundraisers that generated a lot. So there's there's a big ripple effect of different components that come into every fair. And then, like you said, then there's the the question mark of who's going to show up? Will they show up? And that, I guess, is going to have to be something we're all going to wait and see. Exactly. And, you know, we're always watching the, the, the COVID numbers and it's, you know, it can be totally different in the northern part of the state or the southern. I mean, it's really, that's something we watch as well. And you know, there's 74 different ways to run a fair, and, and, and their local ordinances are all a little bit different as well. So, um, again, our fairs are, have been working with all of them to stay on top of it. Um, but, yeah, we're all we're hoping that everyone, you know, will come out and, and be able to enjoy the aspects that a fair has to offer. So how do you suggest that people try to stay up to date on this, Jamie? I mean, it's, uh, it's crazy how trying to keep all the spit, plates spinning when it comes to county fairs, individual decisions, county boards, uh, public uh, health officials, how can they kind of stay engaged in the process? Any suggestions? Sure. So I think the easiest thing is, so our website is wifairs.com. And we have 75 fairs, county, district, and state that are members of ours um, that we promote their fair dates. And we have links to their websites, to their social media, um, so you're catching Facebook and, and so forth. And I think that's the best way um, to contact those fairs. And um, there's one page that will take you to every link that we have possible for those members. But I think if you're heading out to that fair, it doesn't hurt you that that week before you're following up to make sure, like, we're in the process right now of creating the entertainment schedule. And, you know, we start that process. We're going to send that to print in May, and, you know, it's out in everybody's hands in June. Well, something could change. So, we, you know, that information will be out there, but it's the same thing. Follow up that week before. Make sure that the event that you think is taking place is doing it without doing a lot of phone calls to the fairs because they're trying to get everything else done. I think there our website to link to their website and their social media pages is going to be the best thing to do. So that's wifairs.com. And that's Jamie Butke with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs. Getting excited about uh, fair season coming up again. I think most, I won't say all, I think most fairs are scheduled. We always start around here with the uh, Colfax Fair. Haven't heard about the Colfax Fair yet, but uh, hopefully they're they're all going to be engaged. All right, we're 29 minutes after 5. We'll catch up with Rocky next over at Premier Livestock and see what those numbers look like. 
Spring is here, and so are the savings during New Holland's Spring Drive sales event going on now at Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls. It's a great time to get the New Holland equipment you need for a new season and work more productively than ever. Limited time 0% financing and cashback offers are available now on select New Holland tractors and hay and forage equipment. Stop by Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls today because just like spring, spring drive savings won't last long. Fire threatens everything in its path. When it threatens our nation and our communities, we respond. We bring the fight to the front line. The Army National Guard stands ready to face the dangers of Mother Nature and protect our homes and our neighbors. We will always be there when your community needs us the most. Discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get over to Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Rocky Olson joins us. Good morning, Rocky. Did you get any rain to speak of yesterday, last night? Well, I keep saying every year I'm going to put my rain gauge out and check it and tell you what I got. <laughs> but uh, it didn't look near as wet out there as uh, I think they were hollering for. Yeah, so. that's the same thing around here. I don't even—I don't know how much we got, but I don't—I don't think we got near a quarter of an inch. But we'll check with Kelly next. But uh, didn't get uh, near the moisture we were kind of hoping for. What about uh, prices? Did we get some pretty good prices so far this week over there, Premier? Uh, thank you, Bob. We'll tell you about it. And good morning, everyone. Uh, this is how the week is shaping up so far at uh, Premier Livestock. Yesterday, we sold over 300 head of dairy heifers. Market was steady to strong. Most of the run was consisting of open heifers. Most of the open heifers brought 80 cents to a dollar per pound. We did have some very fancy elite open heifers sell from a dollar five to a dollar 45. Uh, the market cattle this week: uh, the choice and prime Holstein steers, 98 to 107. Selected low choice. 90 to 97, and your choice beef steers and heifers, a dollar five to a dollar 17. Market cows sold uh, lower. Most of the cows sold from 51 to 63. High yielding cows, 64 to 70. Market bulls, high yielding, 85 to 95. Lower yielding, below 84. Organic market cows sold every Monday. Strong market there. Most of the cows bring an 85 to a dollar 10. Low yielding, 84 and down. We had some organic market bulls. Bring 95 to 115. Newborn Holstein bull calves, mostly 150 to 255, very strong. Uh, beef calves, 175 to 305. Today, Wednesday, uh, 9.30 a.m., we have our hay auction. Um, that's going to get underway. And then 11 o'clock a.m., dairy cattle auction. Uh, expecting right at 300 dairy cattle. we got two herds. Herd number one, we got 125 Holstein dairy cows, parlor freestall. 75-pound average on 2x milking, fourth-generation family farm. Herd number two, we got 30 nice Holstein tie stall cows, 70-pound average, 100 on their somatic, and that's select sires breeding, a nice small herd. Over 40 Holstein spring and heifers, plus lots of nice Swiss fresh cows today. Uh, if you guys are looking for good fresh cows, we got grades and we got registered, some of them being very deep pedigreed. Uh, we also have some registered uh, fresh cows 
as well that are Holsteins. Breeding bulls, we got them as well. Full listing with pictures on our website. That's at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Also in-person bidding and online bidding through Cattle USA. Uh, don't forget June 18th coming up is going to be another machinery auction, and uh, we are taking in consignments for that sale daily. Uh, best prices if you get your equipment in early. Also, uh, don't forget uh, tomorrow, Thursday, we have another dairy cattle auction. Uh, we're selling right at 400 head of Holstein Parlor Freestall Cows. That's going to be one herd dispersal. They're averaging 70 pounds of milk. Uh, that whole entire herd is bred to black limousine bulls from Genic. So that'll be tomorrow, 11 o'clock a.m., 400 Holstein dairy cows. Um, so that's the way it's shaped up, Bob, and uh, I guess we'll catch up with you in the morning. We'll be back here tomorrow morning. We'll stay. I don't think you have to worry about taking the umbrella today either. Yep. Uh, that's We're under construction, so that's all right. Oh, good deal. All right, we'll talk to you in the morning, Rocky. You bet. See ya. There you go. That's Rocky over there. Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Kelly's next. Hurlbert Heating and Plumbing is offering you a free water heater or free whole home purifier with your purchase of a new heating and cooling system. For over 60 years, the experts at Hurlbird have promised superior home comfort throughout the Eau Claire, Menominee, and Hudson areas. Ask about no interest financing. Call Hurlbird Heating and Plumbing today and ask about your free water heater or air purifier. More details at hurlbirdhp.com. And we do have weather to get to, brought to you by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Kelly Slifka is over there at the Skywarn 13 weather room, and that rain kind of petered out, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what the, how much did we get a quarter of an inch in Eau Claire? <laughs> no, Eau Claire only had six one hundred. Oh airport. man, oh man! But there were areas that did get a quarter to about a half inch. All right, well that's good because uh, we need it. That's for sure. A little dry. So what do we got uh, going forward? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be pretty dry. The only chance really for some showers would be with a weak front that'll come in tomorrow afternoon, and uh, that uh, chance is pretty. It'll be pretty icy. It won't amount to too much, but we do have a chance of some rain with that front tomorrow. Today, it looks like we're looking at at least some of the clouds breaking up as we go in the afternoon. Should be tapping out closer to where we should be this time of the year, getting up to 64. Partly cloudy tonight, 41. There will be that brief period of some showers, it looks like, by the early afternoon tomorrow. Otherwise, partly cloudy, 63. A lot of sunshine Friday, 64. And the weekend, definitely going to feel like summer. Saturday, partly cloudy. Getting close to 80 with a high of 78. Right now in Eau Claire with cloudy skies, 40 degrees. I'm Scott 113, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. All right, getting from April to May, and it's warming up. Yeah, it's almost like we're jumping right into June here as we get into May. Yeah, that's for sure, but uh, we could use a little more moisture. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. There he goes, Kelly Slifka over at Skywarn 13 with our Weather on Wax. Brought to you by Christensen Sales. Auction schedules online at ChristensenSales.com. 117 acres of Lublin area land will be sold at another Christensen Sales Corporation auction April 30th at noon. That land is from Lublin, one mile north on County F, then a mile west on Elm Drive to 8th Avenue, then a quarter mile north on 8th Avenue. It'll be sold in three parcels. There'll be an open viewing on Saturday, April 17th, 10.30 until noon, or by appointment. For information about this and other Christensen Sales, visit ChristensenSales.com or call 715 223 Three six three four five. 
Hey, it's Phil Tripper with Green Oasis Garden Center and Boutique. Spring has officially sprung, and it's time to start thinking about your garden. It's time to start thinking about beautifying your lawn, and maybe it's time to even start thinking about beautifying your wardrobe. They've got a little bit of everything. The greenhouse is open, plus inside the store, they've got a little something for everybody. Gift ideas, plus spring and summer ladies apparel. Get that wardrobe back in order and start upgrading your home decor. They've got an answer for all of those. That's Green Oasis Garden Center and Boutique open right now for spring and summer just off Melby Street. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Three generations of continuous care. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got some more news to take a look at. Scott Reed joins us. What else is going on, Scott? Police officers, firefighters, and other first responders in Wisconsin will have an easier path to workers' compensation for post-traumatic stress disorder. Governor Tony Evers yesterday signed a law that eliminates the requirement that first responders prove their PTSD came from unusual stress on the job. The new law simply requires the first responders be diagnosed with PTSD to qualify. Benefits will last for 32 weeks, and the new law caps first responders to three claims during their entire career. Nearly 2 million people in Wisconsin are fully vaccinated against the coronavirus, and the state's Department of Health Services yesterday said about 600 of them have tested positive for COVID-19. Those numbers were released about yesterday about post-vaccination positives. The 605 positives amount to three hundredths of a percent of all people who are fully vaccinated in the state. Doctors say the numbers were expected, saying no vaccine is 100 percent effective. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Milwaukee Health Department are teaming up to vaccinate basketball fans. A mobile COVID-19 vaccination site will be at Pfizer Forum Sunday when the Bucks host the Nets. Fans 16 years old and up can receive their first dose of the Pfizer vaccine from 1 p.m. through the conclusion of Sunday's game. After the fans get their first dose, workers will be on hand to schedule their appointments for the second dose. Boy, Bob, it used to be the only thing, the only shots taken in a basketball game went to the hoop. <laughs> that's for sure. So, But that's a good thing to get people vaccinated. Because we got fairs coming up, dairy breakfasts, and if you're going to be around people, get vaccinated. Uh, not for you, but for them. So hopefully that'll get done. All right, yep. thank you, sir. And we're going to hear from you All in right. that dairy report coming up. There goes Scott this morning. As uh, we'll catch that as we look at more farm news here on WAG. Weather brought to you by your friends at Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean, headquartered in the Menominee area, would like to wish all their growers and all the great farmers in our area a safe and productive planting season. As you're working your fields this spring, consider a rotation next year that could include the competitively priced and highly profitable kidney bean. Contact Joshua at 715-664-8342 to discuss details and schedule a plant visit. You can also visit them online at cvbean.com. Chippewa Valley Bean wants to work with you in 2022. Receive a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen purchased at any retailer. Details at Exergen.com. And once again, that uh, weather, we got uh, less than a tenth of an inch. Six hundredths, I believe, is all we got yesterday. We won't get any now until, well, maybe later tomorrow or maybe on Sunday. Temperature today, about 64 for the high, 63 on Thursday. 
Weekends, it might get close to 80 on Saturday with a partly sunny sky, 40 right now. Let's join Scott and find out uh, what some dairy groups got together to talk about dairy pricing yesterday. The federal Class 1 milk price would be tied to the Class 3 price plus an adjuster under a new pricing plan proposed by four Midwest dairy organizations. During a press conference yesterday, representatives of the Dairy Business Association, Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, Minnesota Milk, and Nebraska State Dairy Association unveiled their Class 3 plus federal pricing plan. Besides tying that class one and class three price a major component of the plan would be doing away with advanced pricing the plan's release came after the recent call by cooperatives within the national milk producers federation for an emergency federal milk marketing hearing that includes a proposal to improve a few components of the current pricing structure but that they say barely focuses on the short term and revenue that farmers didn't earn in 2020 Thorpe Area Dairy Farmer Amy Penterman, president of the Dairy Business Association, outlined some of what she said are the needs for changes in the marketing order system. We centered on three core goals in reforming the Class 1 formula. We feel it's critical that any such reform, number one, provide stability to the pricing system without distorting the market. Number two, reduces the likelihood of negative producer price differential. And three, makes producer risk management more effective in future crises. The NMPF proposal does none of these things. Instead, it merely attempts to claw back lost revenue in the short term and leaves larger problems unsolved. Our organizations prefer sensible changes that will last for decades. The organization's representatives said last year's pricing situation at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic was a wake-up call of sorts to what can happen with dairy pricing. And they're saying that negative producer price differentials shouldn't necessarily be happening. Even though some volatility is expected and good, producers should expect a floor in what they receive for their milk. Penterman said the Class 3 Plus program would do those things and would be a long-term fix for the system. You know, so many times when we get groups together, you might focus on one area, but this takes into a broad scope of farmers across the nation. And so we need to do what's best for all. We're not going to get it perfect and poke holes in it. Let's try and perfect it. But also as a dairy farmer myself, being able to use risk management, you know, what's out there available to us, but knowing that our floor is our floor, that negative PPDs don't come into play when we thought that we might have had a, a floor and then all of a sudden we have more taken off. We need to eliminate some of that volatility and we need to get moving forward. And not only is this a short-term fix, this is goes into our future generations that we need to look at also. So not looking back, we can't make up for what happened last year, but we can learn from it and now we can move forward and hopefully with a better opportunity ahead of us. A list of things the organization representatives said the Class 3 Plus program would do includes improving risk management and hedging for farmers and processors, stopping that disassociation of advanced prices they say can cause negative producer price differentials. It doesn't increase prices to consumers in the long term. It focuses on being a long-term fix to several existing milk pricing issues instead of just correcting issues that came up during the past 24 months. And it keeps those pricing differentials positive more often in more marketing orders than the current pricing system does. They say tying that Class 3 price with the Class 1 price would reduce the need for Class 3 plants 
to depool and the negative effect that it can have on prices would be reduced. It was noted during the press conference that all the organizations involved in the development of the Class 3 Plus program are from the Midwest. The organization's representatives said dairy organizations from the Northeast, Southwest, and West were contacted but weren't involved in the development of this plan. The representative said the plan would benefit dairy farmers across the United States and that dairy organizations from those other regions are welcome to get on board with this plan. I'm Scott Schultz. Thank you, Scott. Good job as far as what those organizations talked about yesterday. Almost a quarter to six here at WAX, and we've got markets coming up. Spring out of your old car and spring into America's lowest-priced SUV for thousands less during the Spring Cleaning Clearance Event at Prestige Mitsubishi. Upside down in your trade, we want to take you out. Take me out! Even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your old beater is worth. So you can drive home the all-new 2022 Eclipse Cross SUV with Super All-Wheel Control System for just $199 per month with the Prestige Mitsubishi Lifetime Warranty. If you haven't seen a new Mitsubishi lately, you owe it to yourself to drive one before you buy anything else. Take me out! Lower prices, exceptional trade-in values, and the all-new 2022 Eclipse Cross SUV with super all-wheel control system. Get high style without the high price. Take one out today, only at Prestige Mitsubishi, home of the Prestige Mitsubishi Lifetime Warranty. Just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire, or visit MitsubishiOfEauClaire.com. 36 months, 10,000 mile per year lease. 4398 to its signing plus tax title license and first month payment. Zero security with approved credit. Offers not combined. Bertrang Roofing. Since 1976. Residential and commercial. Free estimates. 14 minutes away from 6 o'clock. Let's get to the markets at Sale Barns. Equity Altoona is where we make our first stop. Here's Jim Lindsay with yesterday's sale. Choice beef, steers, and heifers, a dollar to a dollar fifteen with a top of a dollar sixteen fifty. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, ninety-seven to a dollar ten. Ailing Choice and Prime Holstein Steers, 99 to $1.04 with a top of 106. Choice Holstein Steers, 89 to 98. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers, 88 and down. Top 20% of cold cows sold from 60 to 66 with a top of 70. 60% of cows sold from 49 to 59. Bottom 20% of cows sold from 48 and down. Cold bulls sold from 70 to 90. Thin, full, horn, lightweight, and bulls weighing over a ton all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from $90 to $190 per head. Light poor quality calves sold from $90 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $150 to $290 per head with a top of $310. Our next special feeder sale is Friday, May 14th. If you'd like to consignate a cattle to an upcoming sale or would like an on-farm visit, feel free to call the market at 715-835-3104 or check out our early consignments on the Equity Altoona webpage. All feeder sales will be live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA, feel free to give us a call. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. It pays to be a member of Egg Country Farm Credit Services. Literally. We're returning $64 million to members on eligible business as part of our cash patronage program. Not only are members getting great rates, but they're also getting money in their pockets. When you're looking for an egg loan, crop insurance, tax services, or retirement planning, discover the Egg Country Advantage. Egg Country Farm Credit Services, experts in every field. 
Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Marcel Barn Activity. Let's get over to Equity Stratford. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning. You got a nice rain over your way yesterday. We didn't get anywhere near what you got. What was your rain gauge saying? Well, good morning to you, Bob and Scott. And yeah, I didn't out before and looked. I got a good strong three-quarters of an inch, maybe eight-tenths. Uh, oh, good. If it gets light here, we'll get a more accurate number. But no, very, very nice rain and uh, kind of came in two phases last night, a little bit before supper and then uh, on. Oh, I was watching the ball game and it rained quite a while before this thing went out. So pretty nice and uh, nothing too severe. Some it all, it all went in the ground. It all went in the ground, that's for sure, but the way we're at now. So that's a good thing. All right, well, let's get to phase one, two, and three of the report from Stratford. What all happened so far this week over there? Okay, Bob, thank you, and good morning, everyone. And a summary from yesterday, uh, Tuesday here at Equity Stratford. Start started the hay auction yesterday. Uh, large squares of uh, a better quality hay, selling mostly from 55 to 65 per bale. Uh, grass hay, round bales of grass hay, Depending upon the quality, mostly from thirty to forty dollars a bale, and these small squares again, depending upon the quality, two to four dollars per bale on those small squares. On the market auction yesterday, on the cow market, high yielding fleshy cows yesterday sale, uh, we're selling from sixty three to seventy, topping at seventy one and a half. Uh, most of the cows this week, your average cows, the bulk of the cows are selling from forty eight to sixty two. Thin cows like carcass cows below forty seven. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls are mostly from 82 to 95, lighter weight bulls 77 and down. On the calf market, very strong calf market this week, Holstein bull calves weighing 9,230 pounds, mostly from 100 to 200. Fancy bull calves have topped this week at 230. Better demand on those heifer calves, mostly from 50 to 115. Very strong on the beef calves. Uh, Monday's auction on those beef calves, good quality beef calves, were from 175 to 350, topping at 390 on those beef calves. That was on Monday's auction. Well, we're on Wednesday already here, a busy marketing day here on uh, Stratford on Wednesday. We do start this morning at 10 o'clock. We sell uh, market cows this morning, fat cattle, bulls, sheep, hog, and goats, baby calves. All that's before lunchtime. Around 12 noon, we do get to the feeder cattle sale. Got a nice run of feeder cattle today for you folks, uh, including a consignment of some very fancy black steers and heifers. Uh, these cattle are going to weigh around five to six. So uh, a good opportunity today if you're looking for some good quality feeder cattle. It's uh, depending upon what part of the world you're coming from, but a uh, pretty good chance most of us are not going to be in the field today. So take some time off, come to the feeder sale, and just uh, want to look ahead a little bit. Uh, we are our scheduled spring beef breeding bull sale is coming up here on Wednesday, May 19th. That's so if you folks got uh, bull, breeding bulls you want to sell, uh, that'd be a good opportunity for that. Wednesday, May 19th, and also if you're looking for some breeding bulls uh, in the beef line, that will be again May 19th. So, Bob, that's what we have this morning. Uh, you guys enjoy the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. And uh, I don't know and uh, I, wasn't, I don't know how warm it's going to get today, but right now she's fairly chilly out with a little breeze. So, But we did very thankful for the rain and... Uh, I guess uh, if it gets to be 80 degrees in the weekend, uh, well, we're probably going to be out mowing the lawn. I think so. I'm looking at my lawn. I got some yellow things coming up that I got to get rid of, but uh, or make wine out of it. One of the two. So we'll figure that out later on. But yeah, the grass is getting green. Hey, enjoy the day, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. You betcha, Bob. Thank you much. There you go, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Everyone at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board lives and breathes Wisconsin soybeans and can be your knowledgeable ally in the field and at home. With important grower alerts, timely production advice and industry news, 
and expert-generated grower research, we are the resource to help your crop and business thrive. Stay in the know and connect with the Wisconsin soybean community by finding Badger Bean on Facebook or by visiting badgerbean.com. More markets. Let's get to it as we head over to uh, Zombrota. Get some numbers from uh, the activity over at Zombrota. Fed beef steers were at 113 to 122 with a mixed grading of 90 to 112. Fed beef heifers were at 113 to 121 and a half with a mixed grading of 77 to 112. Fed dairy cross steers and heifers were at a dollar to 117 and a half. Fed dairy steers range from 97 to $1.03 with a lightweight select grade and heavyweight at 80 to 96. Market cows brought mostly 58 to 79 with the thin shelly cows at 20 to 57. Market bulls range from 76 to 93. And looking at our beef bred cows and heifers, they brought 1,335, and our cow-calf pairs range from 1,325 to 1,525. Synergy Cooperative, customer-owned, community-minded. Synergy's customers enjoy a wide variety of services, from C-stores with tire and automotive service, agricultural services including feed delivery or pickup at feed mills, to energy with propane delivery directly to you. Synergy Cooperative's customers receive superior customer service. Synergy Cooperative also strives for a strong and loyal presence in the communities they serve in northwest Wisconsin. Customer-owned, community-minded. That's Synergy Cooperative, here to serve you. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And our grain and dairy markets brought to you by Synergy Cooperative. Board of Trade yesterday went way up. Uh, we were up 40 cents on the corn and then there's some profit taking and overnight prices did uh, come back a little bit. Overnight, May corn down 12 at 683. July down 20 at 634. The uh, May wheat down 9 at 394. The wheat down 16 at 717. May soybeans down 19 at 1530 a bushel. July down 22 at 1497. May meal down 260 a ton at 422.90. Barrel cheese up a quarter of a cent yesterday at, uh, excuse me, let's get all the grain markets out of the way before we get to dairy, shall we? Let's go to country elevators. At Wheat and Grain, Chippewa Falls Wheat Location Cash Corn today is $6, beans fourteen seventy two. At Connersville, we're looking at $6 corn, fourteen sixty seven soybeans. Dummer's Grain Service in Holman, corn six fifty a bushel. Soybeans at fourteen ninety five at Buck Country in Arcadia. The corn is six fifty. Beans at fifteen dollars. And our uh, DTN screen at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek. Corn is six ten. Beans fourteen fifty nine. Osseo six twelve and fourteen fifty nine. Stevens Point soybeans fourteen thirty eight. Out at Elk Mound, corn six oh four. Beans at fourteen seventy nine. Sparta six forty three on the corn beans fourteen seventy four Ellsworth six dollars even for corn fourteen fifty nine on the beans ethanol plants Boyceville six twenty six Stanley six oh four and corn at the New Richmond grain facility five ninety nine now the dairy barrels up a quarter one seventy nine and three quarters blocks unchanged a dollar eighty butter up two and three quarters one seventy nine and three quarters April class three down two at seventeen sixty four. May down eight at nineteen twenty. June and July both up a dime. June nineteen fifty two. 
July 1958, and August down in Nickel at 1946. And again, a quick reminder, going on today, there's going to be a field day and demo plots at the Clark Turner Farm. And uh, those demo plots are located west of the County Road N and O intersections, just south of uh, of Withy. Field day takes place today, April 28th. It'll start at 12.30, go until about 3 o'clock. There'll be three speakers there. They'll talk about cover crops, carbon sequestering, and bugs, beneficial bugs. So, again, that field day today, you're welcome to attend. We'll be at the Clark Turner Farm, 1230 until 3. Again, that's uh, located west of the County Road N and O intersection, just south of Withy. So it should be a pretty good day today. Partly sunny, a few clouds out there, maybe a few clouds and partly sunny. It's hard to tell. About 64, so enjoy the day. Wax 104.5.